Rabbil Alameen, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, Maliki Yawmiddin, Iyaka Na'abudu wa Iyaka Nasta'in, Ihdina Sirat Al-Mustaqeen, Sirat Al-Ladhina An'amta Alayhim, Ghayril Maddubi Alayhim, Walad-Dalim. Ameen. Shalom Alaikum, Assalamu Alaikum, Shalom, Salam, Namaste, Peace, Greetings of Peace. Greetings. Uh, this is Naeem Abdurafi. Welcome to listen to the Quran in easy English. So we're broadcasting live on um, Sunday, April uh, 24th at uh, blogtalkradio.com. Uh, the, uh, the, 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 the show uh, is uh, the Harlem University, Harlem University Radio. Um, and and then um, uh, the show is uploaded um, a few days later <clears throat> to the Anchor uh, Anchor FM uh, podcast platform, and Anchor um, distributes it to other platforms, which may uh, be a platform that you use. Okay. Um, so today uh, I'll, be, uh, I'll be reading chapter 42 of the Quran, uh, the title of which is Shura, which means consultation. Uh, first, my standard introduction. What are we reading or listening to when we read or listen to the Quran? Answer, the words of God, the Creator, Allah. La, object of worship, Allah, the object of worship. I'll be using the term God. We're listening to or reading the words of God. God conveyed those words to Gabriel, the revelation angel. Uh, Gabriel, by the way, is referred to in the Quran as Ruh al-Qudus, the Holy Spirit. Gabriel conveyed the words just as they were given to him to Muhammad, the prophet. This conveyance took place over 23 years from 610 to 633 A.D. or Common Era. The beginning of this interaction between Muhammad and the angel, Gabriel, marks the beginning of Muhammad's commission uh, as a prophet. Muhammad memorized the words. He recited the words uh, to family and and, and followers. They memorized the words. Those who could write, wrote, and memorized them. Prophet Muhammad shared the words with others. They memorized, wrote, and shared When the five daily prayers became a duty of Muhammad and his followers, uh, recitation of the words became a major component of prayer. In the last year of his life, in the month of Ramadan, Gabriel came to Muhammad nightly and taught him the organization of the Quran, or actually a reorganization uh, of the Quran, that made the Quran timeless. We are currently in the month of Ramadan, known primarily for being the month of fasting, it is, in fact, more than that. It is also a month in which Muslims worldwide solidify the accuracy uh, of the Quran. And and we do that uh, nightly uh, during the 29 or 30 days of of the month of Ramadan, nightly after the the last prayer of the day, the the fifth prayer, the uh, uh, Isha, 
uh, there's a, there's an additional an additional prayer, um, and um, in the, in that prayer, um, uh, knowledgeable reciters lead the prayer. They lead, and 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 usually, uh, uh, it is a a recitation of a thirtieth of the uh, of the Quran, uh, based on the the month being. Uh, 30 days in length. So nightly, a, a, a trained reciter will recite <clears throat> a 30th of the Quran. And, and then the Muslims are, are lined up uh, and, uh, and uh, you know, there, there are the prostrations and, and, and as, as usual. So it's, a, it's, a, it's an additional prayer. Um, and um, in the first line, Behind that reciter, uh, closest to him, there will be uh, those who are also capable of reciting the Quran. And they're right there in that first line, um, ready to um, uh, correct him if he makes a mistake, correct him, or, or, uh, uh, yeah, help, help, help him to... Uh, uh, remember something that maybe may, um, may, may have left his mind uh, momentarily. So, um, so in that way, uh, the, you know, again, the the Quran is the its accuracy is is uh, is solidified um, every year, and so this has been going on for nearly fifteen hundred years. Okay, today. Every Muslim in the world knows at least some of the words, verbatim, just as they were conveyed to Muhammad by the revelation angel Gabriel. Hundreds of thousands, maybe millions, know all the words. That is, they can recite the Quran uh, from memory. So, you know, these are, these are the reciters who, uh, uh, you know, from whom the, uh, the prayer leader for the, that, that, that additional prayer, known as the Tarawir, um, they are the ones who lead that, that prayer. Uh, so the five daily prayers we Muslims perform are for both worship, so we're solidifying uh, the accuracy daily, each, each, each one of us. Uh, so, so the prayers are for both worship and for preserving the Quran. Um, and, and of course, in our daily prayers, we don't recite a, a 30th or anything near that. In, in, in our prayers, just just a, a small portion, for you know for each each of the five prayers. Muhammad himself could neither read nor write, but he was not illiterate. His society was a non-literate society, not an illiterate society. In fact, Muhammad was an eloquent speaker of Arabic. There were those much more eloquent. I'm talking about poets throughout Arabia among the, the nomadic tribes in the settlements. Poets and poetry were greatly esteemed. The early rejectors of, of Muhammad, poets among them, judged the Quran to be poetry without equal, and they accused Muhammad of being a poet, when in fact uh, he had never been known to compose poetry. And I think it's one 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 of his you know one of the the staunchest rejectors of Islam and and. Uh, 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 most vehement in enmity to him 
was uh, a cousin of his who, who was a poet. So he knew that Muhammad was not a poet. No, the words were from God. Uh, the words pertain to specific events occurring during the time they were being revealed and were intended for specific audiences. But again, irrespective of the, of the specific audience addressed, Muhammad and his followers learned all the words. Uh, among the various audiences addressed are these. Okay, the Quran says that it is a mercy to all the worlds. So all the worlds is one of the audiences. Uh, all the worlds refers to men and jinn, that is the spirit world, and, and creatures, uh, and, and, and the galaxies, uh, those we know about and those uh, that uh, scientists speculate about. Okay? Uh, it is a guidance for the believers. So the Quran is, addresses believers, uh, believers of all kinds, uh, not just Muslims. Uh, it addresses Muhammad himself, his followers, his immediate family, his wives, doubters, deniers, opponents, bitter opponents, enemies. I just mentioned one. Um, uh, also addressed are idol worshipers. Idol worship prevailed on the Arabian Peninsula and in many, if not most, other places in the world at the time of Muhammad, and for many centuries, possibly millennia before his time. There were Christians and Jews in Arabia, and there were those like Muhammad who did their best to adhere to what Prophet Abraham had left 3,000 years earlier through his son Ishmael, Prophet Ishmael. But idol worship prevailed, especially in Mecca, Muhammad's birthplace and home until he was 52 years old. Not only was Mecca Muhammad's birthplace, Mecca was where Abraham brought um, Hajjah and her son Ishmael uh, at, at the, uh, you know, the command of God. And, and settled them there and, and left them there and returned to, uh, uh, you know, to Canaan, where, where um, Sarah and, and the, uh, uh, that, that branch of his family lived. So that was Mecca, and it was the center of idol worship in, in, uh, in Arabia. So um, dresses hypocrites, hypocrites and Jews and Christians. Uh, and um, Jews and Christians uh, as a group. They're, they're referred to uh, as the people of the book, the Ahl Kitab. The book in this case being what is known as the Umul Kitab, the mother of the book. That is the book that is with God. That is the, the book that is the source of, of, of the various revelations uh, uh, which have come to us. What Moses received is from that book, and what David received, that is the Psalms, is from that book, and what Jesus received, that is the Gospels, is from that book. What Muhammad received is from that book. These prophets of God were also messengers of God. They were inspired with words from God and the instruction that the words were to become a book, a scripture. We know that Abraham received a scripture, but we have no vestiges of it. Nothing. Noah may have received a scripture. There's evidence that he received a scripture, but we have no vestiges vestiges of that. Now I use the term vestige deliberately. Vestige means remnant, suggesting a sizable remnant. I think uh, the books we know of as scripture are just that. 
okay, the books that we know today as scripture, really are just vestiges, sizable remnants. Um, they contain scripture along with other material, some of it relevant and some of it not. Time has taken its toll over the millennia. Uh, there has been loss and there has been addition of what should not have been added. You know, humans do what humans do. History is history. This is not the case with the Quran. Within 25 years of the passing of Muhammad, what was meant to become scripture became so, a standardized book, one that has been preserved in many ways for the benefit of all humankind. So I've mentioned those ways that the book is, uh, is preserved. So finally, with respect to audience, on rare occasion, individuals, even by name, are addressed. So the words of God address specific circumstances and, and people in the time of Muhammad. At the same time, they address timeless issues and speak to humanity for all time. Following are some things addressed by the words. The purpose of life, the nature of the life of this world, guidance for successful living in the life of this world, guidance in the form of information, encouragement, reminder, inspiration, and warning. The purpose of paradise, description of paradise, the purpose of hell, description of hell, description of judgment day, day of reckoning, final hour, resurrection day, all, all these are the same. Elucidation of earlier scripture with detail, correction of misrepresentations of earlier scripture. I've mentioned the misrepresentations. Religious instruction, that is how to worship, how not to worship. Description and source of wisdom. And prophecy, all prophets prophesy, that is they foretell future events, especially those who are also messengers, that is Muhammad uh, and Jesus and David and Moses and Abraham and maybe a few more. These were prophets who were also messengers. They received a revelation with the instruct instruction that the revelation was to become a, a, a scripture. <clears throat> but there were many prophets who were not messengers, but who also prophesied, thousands of them. Uh, for example, Old Testament prophets, Elijah, Elisha, uh, Isaiah, Joshua, Samuel, Amos, uh, Daniel, Hosea, um, uh, Solomon, um, uh, a prophet who was not a messenger, and, and uh, Ishmael. And, and others. However, over the millennia and into the present, there have been people who have not been commissioned by God as prophets, but who claim to or are claimed to prophesy. I'm not so sure about those claims. Finally, a helpful note, and then I'll get, get to the reading. Uh, the references and allusions to events occurring during the years the Quran was being revealed could cause confusion, but they shouldn't. Yes, knowing what references and allusions point to do broaden understanding, but not knowing takes nothing away from understanding. The translations I use have notes, in some cases lots of notes, along with appendices. When I first started reading the Quran 40 plus years ago, I eventually learned to bypass the notes and appendices and went back to them later. Nothing lost, much gained. So it is with understanding the many references and allusions in the Quran to Torah, 
to the Old Testament and to the Gospels, so it is with knowing world history. So it is with knowing classical Arabic. So it is with being able to unpack Arabic poetry that utilizes the Arabic of the time of Muhammad. So it is with being able to linguistically analyze the spoken Arabic of that time. Certainly, having background in these areas could broaden, broaden, should broaden and deepen one's understanding of the Quran. But we must keep in mind that the words are the words of the creator and sustainer of the heavens, the earth, all upon, all within, all beyond, and all between. Meaning runs to depths humans cannot fathom. Meaning is also right at the surface in easy English. So that's what we're doing here. So listen to the Quran in easy English. And I, and I hope it is easy and uh, not confusing. Uh, and uh, if, it, it, if that happens uh, to be the case, or if you just have some questions or comments, you can um, reg- register all of those at, um, at the Facebook page, which is Harlem University Radio, all together, Harlem University Radio, facebook.com slash Harlem University Radio. And uh, you can connect uh, using Twitter, uh, Radio Harlem 1, the numeral 1, Radio Harlem 1. All right. So we'll get to the reading now. So this is, um, again, um, Surah 42, Shura, Consultation. Bismillah uh, rahman rahim with the name of Allah, the, uh, of God, most gracious, most merciful. And the first two verses are Arabic letters, and they have they have some meaning, uh, which I don't know. Um, and um, there really is no certainty about them. So, verse one. Ha mean verse two. Ein sin kaf. These are all letters of the Arabic al- alphabet. Verse three. Uh, he inspires you as he did those before you. God, exalted in power, full of wisdom. I said that I would be using the expression God. <clears throat> To him belongs all that is in the heavens and on earth, and he is most high, most great. The heavens are almost rent asunder from above them, and the angels celebrate the praises of their Lord for forgiveness for all beings on earth. Behold, verily, God is he. The all-forgiving, most merciful, and those who take as protectors others besides him, God watches over them, and, and, and you are not the disposer of their affairs. Muhammad is being told this. Thus have we sent by inspiration to you an Arabic Quran, an Arabic recitation, that with it you may warn the mother of cities, that, that, that is Mecca, and all around her, and warn of the day of assembly, of which there is no doubt some will be in the garden and some in the blazing fire. If God had so willed, he could have made them a single people, 
but he admits whom he will to his mercy, and the wrongdoers will have no, will have no helper, no, no no protector, no helper. That is, he could have made everyone believe. Single people. What? Have they taken taken protectors besides him? But it is God. He is the protector. And it is he who gives life to the dead. It is he who has power over all things. So God says, besides him. He's referring to himself. And sometimes he uses we. He's referring to himself. Okay. Whatever it be, uh, wherein you, uh, whatever it be wherein you differ, the decision uh, of it or about it is with God. Such is God, my Lord. In him I trust, and to him I return. Okay. So this is what Muhammad and, and we are told to say, to understand. The creator of the heavens and the earth, he has made for you pairs among yourselves and pairs among cattle. By this means, does he multiply you? There is nothing whatever like him, and he is the one that hears and sees. To him belong belong the keys of the heavens and the earth. He enlarges and restricts the sustenance to whom he wills, for he knows full well all things. The same religion has he established for you as that which he enjoined on Noah that which we have sent by inspiration to you, and that which we enjoined on Abraham, Moses, and Jesus, namely, that you should remain steadfast in religion and make no division in it. To those who worship other things than God, hard is it uh, that you call them to. God chooses to himself those whom he pleases and guides to himself those who turn, that is, turn to him. And they became divided only after knowledge reached them, that is, earlier people, through selfish envy between themselves. Had it not been for a word that went forth before from your Lord uh, concerning a term appointed, the matter would have been settled between them. There would have been no disputes. But truly, those who have inherited the book after them are in suspicious doubt concerning it. Now then, for that, call and stand steadfast. And you are commanded, as, as, as you are commanded, nor follow their vain desires, but say, I believe in the book, which God has sent down, and I am commanded to judge justly between you. God is our Lord and your Lord. For us, our deeds, and for you, your deeds. There is no contention between us and you. God will bring us together, and to him is the final goal. For those who dispute concerning God after he has been accepted, futile is their dispute in the sight of their Lord, on them is wrath, and for them will be a, a, a penalty terrible, a terrible penalty. 
It is God who has sent down the book in truth and the balance. That is the mizan, the scale. And, and, and what will make you realize that perhaps the hour is close at hand, the day of judgment? Only those wish to hasten it who believe, who do not believe in it. Those who, be, who believe hold it in awe and know that it is the truth. Behold, verily, those that dispute concerning the hour are far astray. Gracious is God to his, to his servants, his, his worshipers. He gives sustenance to whom he pleases, and he has power and, and can carry out his will. To any that desires the tilth of the hereafter, we give increase in that tilth or, or reward, tilth reward. Uh, and to any that desires the reward of this world, we grant somewhat of it, some of it, but he has no share or lot in the hereafter. So there, there are those who insist that this is the only life and they're going to get out of it all that they can. God says he gives them, you know, uh, some of that. But if that's their position, they have nothing awaiting them in the hereafter in which they do not believe. What? Have they partners who have established for them some religion without the permission of God? Had it not been for the decree of judgment, the matter would have been decided between them. But verily, the wrongdoers will have a grievous penalty. You will see the wrongdoers in fear on account of, of what they have earned, and, 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 and what must fall on them. But those who believe and work righteous deeds will be in the luxuriant needs of the meadow, of the, of the gardens. They shall, they shall have before their Lord all that they wish for. That will indeed be the magnificent bounty. Notice the luxuriant needs of the gardens. There's, there's the hereafter. Uh, encompasses more than one garden. That is what God gives, uh, about which God gives glad tidings to his servants who believe and do righteous deeds. Say, no reward do I ask of you for this except the love of those near of kin, your relatives. And if anyone earns any good, we shall give him an increase of good. In, in, in respect of it. For, for God is all forgiving, most ready to appreciate. What do they say? He has forged a falsehood against God. But if God willed, he could seal up your heart. And God blots out vanity and, and, and proves the truth by his words. For he knows well the secrets of the hearts. He is the one that accepts repentance from his servants and forgives sins, and he knows all that you do. And he listens to those who believe and do deeds of righteousness and gives them increase of his bounty. But for the unbelievers, there is a terrible penalty. 
If God were to enlarge the provision for his servants, they would indeed transgress beyond all bounds through the earth. But he sends down in due measure as he pleases. For he is with his servants, well acquainted, watchful. He is the one that sends down rain after they have given up all hope and scatters his mercy. And he is the protector, worthy of of all praise. And among his signs is the creation of the heavens and the earth and the living creatures that he has scattered through them. And he has power to gather them together when he wills. Whatever misfortune happens to you, uh, of the things uh, your hands have wrought, and for many he grants forgiveness. Whatever misfortune happens to you is because of the things your hands have wrought, and for many he grants forgiveness. Um, uh, Go back to uh, um, just a brief, brief comment, something that came to mind. I'll share. And among his signs is the creation of the heavens and the earth and the living creatures that he has scattered uh, through them. And he has power to gather them together when he wills. Well, if, you, if you're up at, uh, at dawn, you, you witness a gathering. Uh, you know, the, the birds, for example, uh, you, you hear them. They're in great numbers. And my understanding is that uh, the the words or the, or the sounds you are hearing is their worship of God. That's my understanding. Okay. <clears throat> nor can you frustrate through the earth, nor have you besides God anyone to protect or to help. And among his signs are the ships smooth running through the ocean like mountains. If it be his will, he can still the wind. Then would they become motionless on the back of it. Verily, in this are signs for everyone who patiently perseveres and is grateful. Or he can cause them to perish because of what they have earned. But much does he forgive. But let those know who dispute about our signs. Our refers to God. He's referring to himself, his signs. That there is for them no way of escape. Whatever you are given is a convenience of this life. But that which is with God is better and more lasting for those who believe and put their trust in their Lord. Those who avoid the greater crimes and shameful deeds, and when they are angry, even then forgive. Those who hearken to their Lord, listen to their Lord, and establish regular prayer, who uh, conduct their affairs by mutual consultation, who spend out of what we bestow on them for, for, for sustenance. And those who, when an oppressive wrong is inflicted on them, (laughs) help and defend themselves. That is, they're not cowardly. The recompense for an injury is an injury equal to it. 
But if a person forgives and makes reconciliation, his reward is due from God. For he does not love those who do wrong. So, revenge, for example, is wrong. Protection, defense, is right, necessary. But indeed, if any do help and defend themselves after a wrong to them, against such, there is no cause of blame. The blame is only against those who oppress men with wrongdoing and insolently transgress beyond bounds through the land, defying right and justice. For such there will be a penalty grievous. But indeed, if any show patience and forgive, that would truly that would truly be an exercise of courageous will and resolution in the conduct of affairs. For any whom God leads astray, there is no protector uh, after that. And you will see the wrongdoers uh, when in sight of the penalty say, is there any way uh, uh, of return? And you will see them brought forward to it in a humble, that is to the penalty, in a humble frame of mind because of their disgrace, looking stealthily, looking with a stealthy glance. And the believers will say, those are indeed in loss who have given to, to, given to loss their own selves and those belonging to them on the day of judgment. Behold, truly the wrongdoers are in a lasting penalty. And no protectors have they to help them other than God. And for any whom God leads to stray, there is no way. Listen to your Lord before there comes a day uh, which there will be no putting back uh, because of God. This is what he has ordained. That day there will be for you no place of refuge, nor will there be for you any room for denial. If then they turn away, we have not sent you as a guard over them. Your duty is but to convey. And truly, when we give man a taste of mercy from ourselves, he does exult at it. But when some ill happens to him on account of the deeds which his hands have sent forth, truly then is man ungrateful. To God belongs the dominion of the heavens and the earth. He creates what he wills. He bestows male or female according to his will. Or he bestows both males and females. And he leaves barren whom he wills. For he is full of knowledge and power. It is not fitting for a man that God should speak to him by inspiration. Wahi is the word or from behind a veil, or by, or by the sending of a messenger, that would be Gabriel, to reveal with God's permission what God wills, for he is most high, most wise. And thus have we by our command sent inspiration to you, 
you did not know what was revelation and what was faith, but we have made it a light. That is the recitation. This is, addresses uh, uh, Muhammad specifically, but not exclusively, because um, he was trying to follow what Abraham had left, but he didn't really know. So God says here, you did not know what was revelation and what was faith. But we have made it a light wherewith we, wherewith, with, by which we guide such of our servants as we will. And verily, you do guide to a straight path, a straight way. The way of God, to whom belongs whatever is in the heavens and whatever is on earth. Behold, all affairs tend toward God. Sadaqallahulazim. God is the witness. Allah is the witness to the truth. Allah speaks the truth. That's um, the tra- traditional saying after the completion of the uh, Quran. Uh, I, so we're, we're about ready to close. I just want to mention, um, you know, I notice as I go through in uh, you know, my reading here in English, I notice because I have some background in in in, in poetry, I, I can see in the uh, in in the English um, uh, transitions, for example, that would be very impressive uh, in the original Arabic. Um, very impressive. As, as as poetry, so this is you know even in the English um, uh, unparalleled uh, poetry, but certainly in the Arabic uh, 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 much more so. And uh, relative to that, relating to that, if you go to the Harlem University radio page, you will see a link to um, a page where all of the shows, all of the Quran shows um, appear. So there are links to all the Quran shows. And um, you'll also see a link to a website where you find um, where you find the Quran recited in Arabic and along with the uh, the, the every line of recitation, there is an English translation. So you should find that um, an interesting and 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 edifying, and and certainly uh, an improvement over, you know, what you're getting here. But uh, but I, I I thank you for your attendance and your forbearance. And again, um, the Facebook page is. Uh, um, Harlem University Radio uh, and the, um, uh, the, the the Twitter address is uh, Radio Harlem One, the numeral one. Uh, so with that, um, uh, Shalom, uh, Salam, Salam.